listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. I'm really excited for this episode because it's going to be a little different. I like to do episodes every now and then that just make a change. So this is not going to be an episode where I share tips about TPT. Don't worry, I'm going to be talking about TPT, but it's not going to be like, oh, here's some tips on product covers or whatever. I just thought I would do something a bit different this time. I'm going to be sharing a little bit of a backstory, my journey, my little seller story, specifically my early days on Teachers Pay Teachers. I'm just going to be taking you back in time. It's just like jump into a little time machine and go all the way back to 2015. And I'm going to basically like walk you through my experience was as a new seller on TPT for my first couple of years. Just going to be looking at my literally my first couple of years. And I just want to talk about you know, what I was earning, what I was focusing on, what I was doing, what products I had, and like my listings and the time I dedicated, like what TBT was like back then, you know, and what being a seller was like. I'm just I'm really excited. I think it's a really fun episode. So yeah, let's, let's get started. All right, where are we? We are back in December of 2015. That is the first ever month on TBT where I earned money. Very, very exciting. It's actually quite fun for me. I've been like doing a little deep dive into stuff. I'm, I've been looking back at my Gmail all the way back then to try and see like when I joined TPT, when my first sales were. Just it's quicker, honestly, to do that than to try and figure out on TPT. <laughs> but yeah, 20th of November 2015, I got my little welcome email. I signed up as a basic seller on TPT. And I've got a few little emails from TPT. And then on the 3rd of December, I sold my first ever product. Very, very exciting. A PowerPoint. Uh, it was priced at $1.50. No, that can't be right. Was it priced at $1.50? I made two to $1.50. Either way, that's pretty abysmal. I actually think I priced it at $1.50 for a PowerPoint. I mean, it's pretty low. It's definitely not that now. It's actually priced at $3.50 now, but I promise I have actually added to it in that time. And here's the fun part. How much money did I make on my first sale? I made a whopping 60 cents. Very, very exciting. And for the rest of that month, another 60 cents. Oh, 90 cents and another 60 cents in grand total of $2.70 for my first earning month on TPT. So exciting. I remember being really excited. I know that's so shockingly low and there are other people that make way more than that in the first month. If that's you, congrats. I actually think it's really fun to share the realities of TPT and talk about what it's actually like when you aren't some successful, amazing superstar that makes thousands of dollars in your first like month. <laughs> that was not me. $2.70, that was my amount. And I'm okay with that. Like We all start somewhere. You know, as the months and years went by, I was earning 10 times that, 100 times that, 1,000 times that. So it's all very exciting. But anyway, in that first month, what did I have on TPT? Like, What did I have in my store? And I can see in terms of what I posted, I posted a few things in the November and I did it all in the space of about a week from the 19th through the 26th, it looks like. I just uploaded a bunch of things and I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight products in my store. 
at that time, one of which was a freebie, by the way. Fun fact for you, they aren't actually particularly well-performing resources to this day. If I look at how much money they've made, like I've been selling for like so many years now, or like eight years, I don't know, since then. And yeah, looking at those eight resources, they have not brought me a lot of money in total. And I'll just, I'll just say that that's because a lot of the stuff I originally first ever uploaded was just garbage. I'm not ashamed to say it, like the stuff I first made was just not that great. There's a couple of things on here. What they made like $200 in total, $250 six or seven hundred, like nothing crazy. It's just not, you know, they're just not my best work and that's okay. Another reality check, the things that you first ever make when you start your store and are not always the best and that's okay. This is such a weird episode to record. I like already feel like I'm not providing value and it's such a hard thing for me to not share tips. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but I just thought, you know, if you're nosy, this is like an interesting thing. Anyway, more on what I was doing and what things were like back then. I just had a few PowerPoints in my store. I've got there's like some task cards, assorted maths kind of things, multiplication, division, craft, another PowerPoint. Like most of it actually not anything to do with my current niche because right now I have a lot more writing stuff. So another little tidbit there, I guess, for you is it's okay if you start off doing one thing and you end up doing something completely different. These eight products I had in my store not only do they not like sell any or make me any money now, but they are so different to what I make now in terms of the product type, in terms of the subject area, the content, everything like so different. That's okay. We will evolve and we will grow those, you know, the things I was doing then I'm not doing now. That's okay. Okay. Let's have a little look at my coming months after that and how things went for me. I will start off by saying that come January, thank goodness, I signed up to be a premium TPT seller. So pretty much straight away, not literally straight away, but you know, I gave myself a month and I did. And I'm really, really glad I did. If you are listening and you have not signed up as a premium member, I will have to put a link in the show notes to my blog post on this. Trust me, you need to be doing it. But yeah, you, you just make no money. So it's actually one thing I think I did right back in the beginning. How cool is that? I did everything else wrong, but I feel like that's one thing I did right. And I was not good at investing in my business back then. I did not treat it like a business, but yet I actually did one investment early on and I'm so proud of myself for that. So yay, amount of money I would have lost out on if I hadn't been a premium member that early. Anyway, I signed up to be a premium member. And then in the January of 2016, I earned $45.51. I sold, let's see, 28 resources. And they were, they were averaging at like, you know, one or two or three, sometimes at most on a day here and there. And they were all pretty low price resources. And in that time, I'd added a small number of products. So in that January, I think I added three resources, another couple of PowerPoints, one of which does really well for me now. But yeah, I can actually see after this that I would kind of steadily add products, like a couple here and there. I've got another few products added in February, three products one in the April and then at the end of the year it was just three more like so that I mean in total that isn't one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve, less than 20 resources in my first year on GPT which is not a lot and I know that there are people start off their store way more gung-ho than that and they have like 50 or 100 products in their first year good for them I was not one of those people I did not have a lot of resources and so that's why I was not making a huge amount of money but actually will pat myself on the back because for having less than 30 resources in my store, like having quite a small amount, I did start making a bit more money as I went. Like I started getting into the couple hundred dollars a month, which is pretty cool. I don't know if you're really interested in hearing this or not, but I'm going to share it anyway. I'm going to go through 
what I earned and how many units I sold and what things were like. So it gives you a little bit of an idea of, you know, what things were like for me as a new seller. It was, you know, pretty slow, but I, in February, sold 49 resources and my earnings jumped up to $115. I'm not going to slowly list every month's earnings the next 20 minutes for you. I think you'll get pretty bored, but I'm just going to really quickly read through like what I earned for the remainder of the year. But yeah, things were kind of, you know, going up, I guess, from $2.70 to 115 Very, very exciting. And for not a huge amount of resources in my store. But yeah, I was not really working on my business at this time. I was a full-time teacher. So I was just spending all my evenings and weekends planning my lessons. And if I had a few little things I made for my class, I would throw them up. That's how I started. That's how we all start. Like, why not? But yeah, I didn't have a lot of resources. I didn't really have time to make them TPT worthy. You know, even when back then I wasn't really making them that pretty or anything, I still had to make them work for TPT and I just didn't really have the time to. So I probably had more resources I could have put up and I just didn't. But yeah, it was all very, very slow, very limited time. I couldn't tell you how much time I was spending on TPT, but my guess is literally none. <laughs> I was probably touching base with it every, you know, couple of weeks. I'd like throw up a resource or whatever, but it was, I was not spending time weekly. I really don't think I was. So anyway, to wrap up 2016 and what it looked like for me, I, in the coming months after that, I earned around $160, $140, $120. It started going down over the summer months, $49, $37, $53, that kind of thing. And it was just, you know, I'd be earning like $50 a month or $150. Like that was kind of my range. And it totaled up to $1,021.93, my first year of selling on GPT. And in that time, I had a total of 19 resources. So I don't know. I don't really know if that's normal or not. I don't know if that is good. You know, some people maybe don't make $100 in a month in their first few months. Maybe that's good. For 19 resources, maybe that's good. There might be people with more resources than that. But I know it's certainly not great because I hear the stories of people, like I said, with way more resources, like diving in way better than I did and earning like their first $1,000 a month in their first six months or in their first year or they're earning multiple thousands in a year. I don't know. I'm sure that there are people doing a lot better than I was, but I don't really care. I honestly think at the time I was so excited just to be making any extra money. And I look back now and I'm like, you know, I, I was busy. I was so busy in the classroom. I was so exhausted. And if you listen to my previous episode about leaving teaching, you know, mental health wise, I was not in a great place. So, you know, TPT wasn't my thing back then. It was just this little side hustle. Like, you know, it's okay. I wasn't doing crazy things with it. But I just really, I wanted to share that. I wanted to share that reality check of you'll hear all these amazing success stories of people achieving amazing things in their first year. But guess what? I don't think that's normal. And I don't know what everyone else is really doing, but I know that I certainly wasn't doing that. So if that's you, if you're feeling a bit like you aren't doing that great in your first year, you feel like you're really on the struggle bus, or if you're just looking back like me and thinking, my goodness, my first year was pretty awful. We're all in this together. I was not doing it crazy earnings back then and that's okay. Now I'm going to level with you in an ideal world I would love to really sit down and dive into all my data and be like this is exactly what I earned every year, how what I earned every month, how many resources I had, or how many units I sold or like I don't know just be able to give you all this information but I'm going to be real with you I'm so busy all day with Lily and then trying to find pockets of time to work on my actual store in an evening I like to sit down and record a podcast but I don't have like massive amounts of time so I've been like frantically pulling bits together, but I, I can't give you like the big picture or look I want to because I just don't have the time to sit and do it. I'm sorry, but 
I can sort of I can give you rough things. I've been like pulling up my um, data and I've, I can see that in my next year, I did double what I was earning and, you know, I started, things started picking up slowly. And so in 2017, you know, I was still kind of earning, you know, I'd have a month where I earn like $90 or whatever. But most months were kind of around that hundred. I was getting to like, you know, 190, things were getting a bit higher. But I'm, you know, I'm pretty happy to admit that it was pretty much same old, same old. My second year was very much like my first and I probably plateaued of anything really. I don't think I had this like big increase in my graph because I was just not really adding a lot of resources and I'm certainly not working on my listings or my business in general. So if I earned $100, oh well, it was like much for much kind of similar to the year before. I wasn't really growing, I guess that was what I'll say. Like I said, just too busy teaching, did not have time for my store. I think I only added six resources by the looks of it in 2017. So, you know, bringing me up to almost that 25 resources in my first two years, that's not a lot. It's not much happening in a store. I'm always giving people advice that they should try and work towards their first 50 products. So I was nowhere near that. So it's not really surprising at all to me. You know, my unit sold increased and I was, you know, my store was sort of gradually getting a little bit higher, but earnings wise and all that kind of stuff, it was much of a match. My first two years were pretty low and pretty same, same. And that, yeah, that was, that's like, that's all I can really report on that. Honestly, there's not much else to say. Yeah, I've given you a little bit of a glimpse into what I was earning in those first few years and how things were going and, you know, how many products I had. And honestly, just in the type, if, I don't know if you really care on, I give you a curious or not what kind of products I had, but I started adding a few more things a bit more relevant to my niche now, a couple of writing resources, but I had a real mix of, you know, PowerPoints and task cards. There's like a craft run in there, like a worksheet, a few prompts, like some posters. It's it's a bit of a hodgepodge, honestly. And in terms of those, you know, products I started adding in my second year, again, none of them particularly sell well for me now. I wouldn't say anything I made in my first two years is really what's bringing me money now. I did have a resource in there though, and in fact, few that I added on the 9th of January, 2017. And it was a bestseller for me for a while. I can't remember how long, but it, you know, it, I can sort of see that I sold 175 of them, which is obviously nothing to me now, but back then, like, oh my God, that was a lot. Um, made me, you know, $298. I thought that was so cool over time. That's literally all it's ever brought me. But at the time for me, that was like really exciting. That had Chevron on it. If you've been around for a while in the TPT world, like if you were selling back then, 2016, 2017, you'll know that Chevron was a thing. And my posters had Chevron on them. They were so cool. And yeah, they were my bestseller for a little while. So embarrassed to think that that's, that's what, oh, let's, let's not dwell on that. I'm too embarrassed. Anyway, but guess what happened when Chevron went out of fashion? So did my resource. So that's kind of why you don't want to do things too trendy. Or if you are going to do them trendy, you'll be willing to change them. All my talk in this podcast about how I love updating stuff, did I go and get rid of the Chevron and make it? different and modern and fresh to try and keep it selling? No, I did not. And so that is why I was stuck at that $298 and I've never really sold it since, I don't think. because I just never got around to doing that update. I think I finally did it like maybe last year. <laughs> so this is, yeah, maybe I am throwing in some tips in this episode. If you're going to do trendy stuff that goes out of style, make sure you update your resource because you might give it a chance to actually not just die. <laughs> a sad little Chevron death. Anyway, I mean, I said I was going to talk about what I focused on. And back then, I will say, I did literally nothing on my store. But when I was, I guess, doing anything to do with this business, it was just TPT. I'll give myself that. I was creating products and putting them up 
And I started on Pinterest very, very early on. So like I had my one little marketing platform. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. And that is something I think I did right. And I'm always telling new sellers that. I'm always saying, and honestly, this is applicable even if you've been selling a long time, is you really shouldn't spread yourself too thin. And it's actually a really amazing thing that I just sat there, focused on my store and one marketing platform. If you are listening right now and you have all of the marketing platforms and you're trying to do all of the things, just telling you like it's you're just going to burn out it's not worth it obviously you don't want to like listen to my story and think well she wasn't making much money so clearly it didn't work but to be fair I wasn't doing anything on my store like I said really was not working on it but if I had been it was pretty good that I wasn't taking on all the things so yeah try not to that's what I did I just focused on that I had Pinterest I had my store did not have anything else until 2019. I don't know if you're nosy about that or not, but I started my blog. I think I joined Instagram in 2019. It was all happening back then. I think I created a Facebook page, started my email list. I think that was all around that time too, 2020. A lot of I did a lot of that stuff. Paid to have my website done in 2020. And yeah, that's probably like all the marketing stuff I can think of really. So quite a few years before I started the marketing. I think that's a pretty good thing. What were my listings like back then I wish this was like a video and I could show you maybe I'll have to put some stuff pictures up on Instagram so we can all laugh but atrocious that's one word to describe them I talked about Chevron so let's let's just segue a little bit into what TBT was like back then other than Chevron the covers were rectangular that was a fun time so I all my covers were rectangular and they didn't have product photography or even mock-ups they weren't a thing back then And just a side note, I wonder whether that's something that will go out of style soon. We'll be looking back in five years like, oh, remember when everyone did mock-ups? Anyway, yeah, that wasn't the thing. Clip art was everywhere. You put little pictures of your like clip art kids on your cover. That was the thing that you did on everything. And I remember there was all these like little fuzzy borders, like swirly borders and things. My covers would be like these little frames. They were all from like creative clips and it would be like a rectangular cover with like a little frame with a title at the top and then like a clip art picture in words. Of, oh my gosh, so ugly, so ugly. But that was what was in. And I don't, actually I probably shouldn't say that's ugly because there are probably people listening that have those covers still in their store. <laughs> if you've never gotten around to updating your covers, you might have covers like that. Well, this is a sign to do that. If you're an established seller listening and you are honest with yourself, do you have some ugly covers in your store that desperately need updating? Because if they're screaming 2015, 16, 17 to you, maybe make the effort and go and update them. I think it's worth it. <laughs> anyway, that's what TBT was like. That's what my listings were like. I just had these thumbnails that were really wordy with like screenshots and clip art and bold and clashing bright garish colors. I don't think I added any keywords. Like I don't know if I was really doing any kind of SEO stuff. I just, I mean, I had decent titles. I would call it like Shapes PowerPoint or Procedure PowerPoint or whatever. So I guess I was giving it a decent name, but 
I don't think my descriptions were very great either. I used to write them in a really casual way, like, hey, when I'm teaching, I really struggle with this. And so I thought I'd create this. Enjoy. Bye. Like it was very brief and very, it wasn't like, I didn't really give details about why they should buy it and what it was included. It was, yeah, pretty brief. Anyway, I don't know. Did I have previews? Probably not. Maybe. I can't even tell you. Was previews even a thing back then? Honestly, I'm sorry. I don't even know. I wish I could look back and figure that out. But my listings in general were just the opposite of what I tell you to do now, pretty much. And then I guess I want to go into like what TBT was like in general. And I'll just say that it was such a different world back then because I don't know if this is just me, but it was very isolating. Like there was no, like there was only these Facebook groups and podcasts and Instagram accounts and courses and just none of it. Just imagine all that stuff. sellers just poof gone. You just kind of went on the forum and you just sat there and created. And I guess it was kind of cool really, but I didn't have to like worry about what other people were doing and I didn't feel pressured to do stuff that other people were doing. But I guess I was so slow in my growth because I just didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. And oh my goodness, there were no courses. There was nothing to help you back then. I sometimes feel like a tingle of frustration sometimes when I feel like people nowadays have that stuff and they don't make the most of it. I know that sounds silly, but I would have killed to have had someone back then teach me how to do TPT and like just didn't really exist back then and not in that way. And there's so much now. If you're not making the most of that, like, oh, I'm so mad at you. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, there was like, there was nothing. There was nothing for you. Anyway, I think I'm going to wrap this up because I try not to have episodes that go for like 30 minutes. I don't know. I hope you've kind of enjoyed this. It's actually been kind of fun. Just like sharing a little bit about, you know, some of the stuff like what I was earning and what I focused on and well, how much time I dedicated, which was next to nothing, but you know, what my listings were like, what TPT was like, you know, the, the things I did and didn't have. It's kind of interesting. I look back at it now and obviously sometimes I just want to turn my hair out because I'm like, if I had just known then what I know now and put in the time, oh my goodness, how much money would I have made? You know, I don't, but it's, it's depressing to dwell on that. Sometimes it's just nice to look back and kind of laugh at the way you did things. I paused recording for a second so I could have a quick look at my old files and stuff and oh there's some real cringeworthy stuff I'm gonna have to show you so I think maybe I'll I don't know maybe I'll share in the Facebook group put a link in the show notes to my Instagram and Facebook group I think I probably would feel a bit more confident sharing on stories because I I could if I could share into the Facebook group it's too embarrassing I might share on stories so keep an eye on there I might show you some of the progression of my covers it's actually really fun to look at (laughs) maybe I should make a post but yeah oh my goodness the covers the covers were so ugly oh Anyway, this has been really fun to record. I really hope you've enjoyed it. Just something a little bit different this week, something refreshing, a little bit of going back in time to what TBT was like and what I was doing back then. And the last thing I want to say, which is I already talked about a little bit at the beginning, is this episode has very much been me sharing a reality check. It is not all sunshine and rainbows. It is not all money and success and ka-chings from day one. My first few years were making next to no money a lot of the time and just making really ugly products and listings and not knowing what I was doing and I fumbled around and whatever. I figured it all out now and I'm doing well now and I can look back and sort of laugh at it and I guess if you were in the trenches at the moment as a newer seller now, just know that everybody is struggling. It is hard. The majority of people are not millionaires or making crazy amounts of money. They're just you're finding as hard as you are. And we've all been there. We all started somewhere. One day in five to 10 years time, you will be looking back like me and laughing. So anyway, 
like I said, my little call to action for you today is just to maybe just keep an eye on my stories so I definitely think I want to share something on there. But I don't know. I hope you've enjoyed this. And if you are someone that has been selling a little while, maybe you should do your own little version of this. Have a little look back at your data. You don't have a look back at your old files. It's just like fun to look back at what you were doing back in the beginning. But anyway, I hope that you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.